You're listening to the EMG Podcast with your hosts, Maddie G and Tom Gambuza. Do do do. What's up, Tommy? What up, Maddie? Maddie, Maddie. Pretty, uh, pretty exciting weekend for us both. I'd have to say, it was pretty cool. It was, I, I, I. You nailed so, it, dude. Thank you, sir. I'd go so nailed far it. as to say, pretty epic. Um, our topic today, our topic today, kind of has to deal. Do I just let this go? No, you got to tap it again, so it fades out. Fading out. Maddie's in control of the uh, the motherboard today. Yes. Yes, I am. <laughs> Also, guys, keep in mind that we've been filming a couple of these. So, you know, if you've if you've enjoyed the listen and you want to see the shenanigans that happen, all those awkward silences and weird moments of uh, silence. And and the one we did in the Blazers. The Blazers were great, man. I, I listened to that one uh, over the weekend. I did, too. Yeah, it just got released. Um, we are going to be discussing uh, pros, cons, do's, don'ts, yays and nays, if How you will. How to have a successful after party. The successful after party situation. We changed things up a little bit this time. We've decided to have a common list, a community list, if you will, and we're both going to extrapolate on that situation. So, you know, we've got five points to discuss, uh, and we're going to give our our feeling on all five of those points. Yeah, we came up with five pretty much topics of things to consider when planning your after party, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and Maddie and I are just going to go back a little, back and forth a little bit, battle style, um, and if, if you're seeing this in video format, as you can see, we're doing this, uh, the way that we're actually sitting right now is more like ESPN desk style, sports inspired, whatever, so uh, maybe that'll lend itself to our to our banter today. Hope hope it does. Hope it does. Uh, just so everybody knows, Tom and I had two uh, very different after parties ourselves. We did. So so we're coming from a place here of of not only speaking about it and being a part of it on the business end, but we've also both done this personally, and and ours were about as different as you can get. So we're going to come at this from from two two pretty different angles. Uh, I and think lo and behold, I didn't need to construct a. Uh, I didn't have any snafus with invitations for this one. People just showed up. So People, it was good. You didn't misspell after party. I did not. Fantastic. Number five. Here we go. Okay, I'll uh, I'll kick it off here. The first topic that Maddie and I um, came up with that we want to discuss is location, and this. Uh, you know, my feeling is that it dictates a lot of the other stuff mm-hmm. that you're going to have to figure out. So, um, first and foremost, I mean, for me, even I like to ask two questions when it comes to the after party, and I, I wrote these down. Essentially, what what is the what's the motivation for for the after party, and what type of experience do you want it to be? So, to have the location inform that, I think will will flow through the rest of, of your checklist. I, I can tell you that through the rest of the checklist that we have here, uh, my location definitely uh, weighed very heavily on the rest of the options. You know, sometimes depending upon where you are, you don't get an option. The, the location dictates exactly what the rest of these are. Um, my feeling with location is, do you want the change of scenery or do you just want the change of vibe? I feel like an after mm-hmm. party is a different gear. Sometimes sometimes it's more of a kick up. I've had couples that are like, hey, you know, our, our ceremony, our reception, our cocktail hour, all those things are going to be very family friendly. But my after party, I want 90 minutes of nonstop Jersey Shore beats. We're going, we're going strobe lights and we're going house music and nothing but vodka Red Bulls. 
Yeah. And and then I've also had people that have said, you know, actually this past weekend, uh, a friend of yours, you attended the wedding. Um, the party was a very fun, very upbeat, very dance heavy wedding. And production heavy too. Very production heavy. And then the after party turned out to be, I believe it was a cha- jazz trio. It was a, it was an acoustic trio. Acoustic so we trio. had uh, we had a cajon player uh, and guitar vocal. Yeah. It was so really cool. So definitely, definitely a, a big, I, I don't want to say a, 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 a stop, but definitely a, a big break of like, Hey, you know, a, a little cool bit, down. a little bit more, it's the cool down. I was yeah, gonna say and that, that's chill. one of the things I, I considered when I planning my after party too was, you know, I think that, answering that question is like, hey, do I want to heat up or do I want to cool down from the reception, you know? And I think when it comes to location, you have two primary choices. It's one, am I going to keep it at the venue? Yeah. And and under that section, if you are keeping it at the venue, are you migrating back into, say, a cocktail hour space? Are you just extending your reception in the ballroom? Do you want your guests uh, moving from one place to another and is an opportunity if you are doing a different room it is an opportunity to change that pace right yep. to change that scenery change up that gear and uh, essentially give your guests a different experience in that way or like Maddie said just musically speaking if you do keep it in the same room I feel like that's an opportunity to yeah sure you're not you know you're minimizing the moving parts but maybe you do change the whole atmosphere of what the music selection is. Yeah. And that can be just as effective. Knowing your guest list for me is is kind of critical when it comes to that. I'll have to agree with you on that. Let's uh let's see where we go from here. Number four. All right. So number that well, number four, the second uh the second topic, point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> second point here. I think it flows right in. Yeah. Was decide on the vibe. Yeah. And this is um this is definitely an extension of where you choose uh, where you want to go with it, and mm-hmm. talking about the, you know, the heat up or cool down, I think this is Maddie where we can offer our differing perspectives of our own after parties. Big, big because time. for uh, me and Sam, what we did, we knew we wanted to, uh, we wanted, we were staying in the same room. So let me just go down the list here. We stayed at the venue in the same room. Essentially, it became uh, a five-hour reception instead of a four. But I brought in. Um, uh, a totally different DJ who specialized in more of like uh, like a social um, club set type of uh, type of playlist. So right. um, that complete, even though we were in the same room, completely changed the landscape of what the feeling of the room was. Okay, we we went in a completely different way. You know, uh, the 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 dress up, the proper sit down dinner, the the dance floor, and things like that that were part of our wedding reception that were important to us. Um, took a back seat at the after party because we were bar people, you know, right. uh, I, I yep. met my wife watching football in a bar. Um, I, I worked in this bar forever. Two of my best friends own this bar. So we wanted to have more of a casual bar setting. We, we actually went back. The, the vibe that we wanted was more of, um, you know, for, for the sake of, of really pinning it down, I'd have to say our comfort zone. You know the the things that we're used to. So we decided to take the it vibe. Was you. Yeah, we yeah, decided to take the vibe from 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 fancy, classy, but fun wedding party to kind of what we did on the weekends. Just like you said, like we yeah. took it. We took it. Natural back to habitat, our place. baby. Natural. Natural. So I just want to recap that real quick because that's important to know. I, I think 
when and and if I, I want to say this, if I had to do it all over again, because mm-hmm. I got married what four year or four and a half years ago now. Oh yeah. And if I had to do it all over again, I think I would go that route. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's so. I would I would prefer the cool down as opposed to the heat up. The heat up. It's, yeah. It's hard it's sometimes when you have the heat up and you're still at the venue. I love how that's a term already. We're like eight minutes into this podcast. I, perfect. <laughs> you know what? Um, I think we're moving right along because we've discussed, you know, the cool down versus heat up, where we're going to have that and the feeling that you want. Once you have those on lockdown, and I I also feel like we started with location, but I think if you decide on the vibe first and then a couple of the other things that we're going to discuss, the location might really lend itself to the situation you're hoping for. So we might have talked about it first, but I think that can be something decided a little bit further along in the process. Uh, I know it's not number three necessarily a list, but yeah. Um, as far as number three, something near and dear to my heart, especially for those of you watching on video, uh, the food and beverage. Oh yeah, man. You know, are you going to feed your guests again? Dinner, dinner was hours ago. Yeah. You know, um, also an opportunity to do some fun stuff. Uh, I have seen some very cool things. A lot of people think that after parties have to be traditionally desserty or snacky. I've seen full fledged second dinners. I've seen, I've seen really early breakfasts. I like the early breakfast idea. The two, actually I'll, I'll say three that I like. That's one because Mm -hmm. breakfast I can pretty much go for any time of the day. Uh, I saw, um, they brought in white castle. Oh, yeah. at the end and just burgers and fries like it, it was on the way out it was the very end of the after party oh yeah and um i particularly i'm a huge fan of the um the the, the wood burning pizza, the oh, pizza oh yeah the, the truck they oh, come in the, the truck comes oh, and man. they just start cranking out pizzas i on, on your I'm, white I, castle that's tip? that's my that's my kryptonite man the the coolest one i think i've seen and, and again the white castle would have gone right to my heart but uh they had Happy Meals for everybody. So you had a, a burger, a fry, and a toy oh, on your man, way out. Who doesn't want that? Come on, man. Everybody wants a little keepsake. Um, you I'm know, in. I'm but in. You can also decide on, on certain things. You know, if you're, if you're working with a budget, you can keep it as a dry after party. You know, you don't have to include the liquor. Yeah. Most of your guests are already going to have been drinking for six or eight hours. Um and, and things like that, you know, what's what's most important to you? Do you want snacky foods that maybe a bar can can provide? Or like you said, I mean, the, the food truck thing is massive these days. And most places, if you just chat with the, the general manager or the owner or whoever it is you get to talk to, um, they'll be cool with a food truck coming and parking outside. And, and I know because uh, we became friendly with a local food truck here and I've dealt with people elsewhere, um, you can get a pretty reasonable price per head you know, you tell them I'm going to have X amount of guests at the after party. I, I'd like you to offer, you know, uh, a, a beef, a chicken, a vegetarian, you know, if uh, tacos or, right. or what yep. have you. And they give you a price per head and you work that out beforehand. And then it's kind of an all you can eat situation as opposed to necessarily having to ask a place to keep their kitchen open until 12, 1, 2 o'clock. Yeah, absolutely, man. Number two. I, uh, Can I jump the gun there? No, not at all. Not Sorry. at all. I'm I'm a big foodie, so I can really talk about this all day. It's good that you that you know that that we move on from that. Um, speaking of, I'm kind of hungry right now. Anyway, um, so here was uh, number two, right? Mm-hmm. Um, where are we? Give me give me my notes over here. Oh, sorry. Oh, the timetable. Yeah. Yes. So one of the things that in our in our pre-show notes, Maddie brought up was what I thought was a really good point. Think about it. 
is it going to start right away? Do your guests need to migrate at all? Mm-hmm. Do you, is there is there any coordination that's going to need to take place in order to get you to and from one place or another, right? And also, I know I I kind of already touched up on that. You know, there was no formal uh, invitation for a specific after party, but make sure your guests know about it or the guests that you want to know about it. Because I've had that too, where like, hey, we're going back to the hotel and the bar, but don't tell everybody because we <laughs> yeah. don't want everyone coming, you know? Uh, I'm, I'm not 100% sure, but I pretty, I'm fairly positive on my invitation that said after party to follow at. So, you know, it was something I thought of beforehand, um, uh, the hotel that we stayed in had a, a very cool bar. They, they brought over everything from Ireland, all the stones and all the bricks and all the, the this is and that's. And that was very local to where a majority of my guests were from. Mm-hmm. It was about three minutes from uh, mine and Jennifer's apartment at the time. And it was where we had blocked off our rooms. So for us, that that's was kind easy, of a no yeah. brainer, but getting back to timetable, we wanted something that was more open-ended. If we had decided that we wanted a one hour after party, I would have spoken to the venue about like, hey, can we get a secondary room for the after party? We wanted more of that open-ended feel. So we took it to somewhere where if the venue couldn't handle the timetable, we could then take it upstairs to the rooms. Well, and that's a good point. I know we try to keep budget out of these conversations, but I feel like just to touch up on it real quickly, that can inform your decision too, because even though you're going to get a structured uh, timing format at the venue, mm-hmm. you have to think about the associated costs because if you're keeping the bar open, the staff is going to be there, the cleanup, the the this, the that. The so, shuttles. Yeah. So all that stuff takes into effect if, if you want to plan accordingly. Yeah, I feel uh, you know we we went we went to the bar. I think we bought a couple of rounds for all of our guests that came, and then it was just a regular cash bar. You know, people that wanted to hang out and party hung out and partied. People who didn't weren't trapped in a venue for another hour or so. It was it was more of a casual feel, and and the timetable was a big thing. You know, when a wedding ends at eleven o'clock or so, that can be kind of late for some people. And there's oh, an yeah. awful lot of guests that don't want to leave early. They might think it's rude or family members. The after party being in the same room can really kind of make people think, all right, I have to stay until the end. Whereas, you know, if there is a little break in the middle, people can, you know, uh, respectfully be on their way. Yeah. Uh, Bingo. I think we should, we should take it down to, uh, here's number one. The heater. <laughs> Those still get me every week. Um, <laughs> discussion of a wardrobe change. Yeah, I'm all about it. Uh, now, I'm assuming, knowing you, that you had a second outfit picked out for your after party. You are not wrong. I wanted to stay in my tux. We we went back to the hotel, had time, went to the bar. And you were still in your tux? I stayed in my tux for quite some time, and Jennifer stayed in her dress. It was her wedding, man. She was at the bar banging back shots in her wedding dress with her sneakers on. Hey, that's that's awesome. But- you know, I when 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 you brought this up for our notes, I also thought about uh, the guests giving the yeah, guests. Yeah, they might want to change too. Giving the guests a yeah. few minutes to get out of you know your groomsmen are probably wearing something rented or something new. You know, bridesmaids I, I know for a fact are we'll say fifty one percent of the time uncomfortable. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. You, you know, I still don't know how they function in those things. Especially when you get to those, you know, Crazy. summertime weddings and things, you could be in a suit that you were sweating in during the ceremony six hours later. Just a fresh change of clothes can just be an entire new start to to basically a new party. 
hit them with the wardrobe change and maybe for your guests too. let people be comfortable and, and like Maddie's, uh, like Maddie's after party being, be in their own little natural habitat. Yeah. Do your thing. I have, uh, Maddie, I had one honorable mention. I, I feel like we can't do an episode without one. We have to have an honorable mention. Um, and I, I can't take credit for this because I found it online somewhere, but I thought it caught my eye and I really wanted to just bring it up. Ooh, now I'm interested. By now, uh, you got to think your photographers are long gone, right? They're, they're home. Maybe you set your party, your after party up with some old school Polaroid cameras. <sighs> Snap cameras, you know, Polaroids. So you go straight Kodak on them and just see, see what turns up in the morning, you know? You know, the, the, the little, <laughs> the little Polaroids that, that have become real popular lately. Yeah. The ones that still print out though. I have one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah it yeah. prints out, it prints out like a two inch photo. I have one of those photos wedged into the makeup mirror on the underside of my sun visor in my truck. Yeah. See, super cool. Like create a little bit, uh, you know, a few more memories and, and, uh, keep the, keep the night, uh, elongate the night a little bit after party. Nothing. I just think it's another party. It, yeah, that too. Um, I, so one last thing before we let you guys go again, thank you for joining us on another week of planning tips here. Um, one thing to keep in mind with your after parties, the general rule of thumb is that you can expect about 50% of your guest list to drop off. So, or, or I should say, let me say it positively. You should expect about 50% of your guest list to, to attend. Stay. Yes. So, um, keep that in mind. If you're, if you, if you have a massive party and you're in a big room and you're going to, you know, only half the people are going to stay. Maybe that uh, influences your decision on where you have it. At the same time, if you have a 300 person wedding and you're planning on your party being at the hotel bar, can they accommodate 150 people? And see the, the both sides of the spectrum. You get it every week with me and Maddie. Thank you again, buddy. Love you. Catch us next week. Take care. You can find us at elegantmusicgroup.com or on Instagram at elegantmusicgroup.com.